Welcome to the Warrior Goddess Revolution, a podcast dedicated to helping you get free, free of shame, free of fear, free of limitations, and free to become the woman you are meant to be. Let the inner revolution begin. Here's your host, Heather Ash Amara. Welcome everyone back to Warrior Goddess Revolution podcast. I'm here with my wonderful, magical friend, Stephen Mulhern, who is in the States for a little bit, a wee bit, as we say. He lives in Scotland and we have known each other for many, many years. I am really delighted about some of the projects that Stephen has coming up. And so that's part of what we're going to be talking about on the podcast today. But as always, I love to start with how I met you. And Stephen, can you just share a little bit about who you are and what you remember about how we met? My goodness, I will do my best because it's so long ago. It's so long ago, um, exactly. If I remember correctly, and I'm open to being cor- corrected, we met at one of Peggy Dillon's workshops. I think, I can't remember which one it was, but we've met at zillions of those over the years. And... You know, we, we, we got to know each other really well, became good friends. And I think one of the, the real bridges between us was we both really appreciated where the passion that we both had for our shamanic callings and sharing it with the world. And, you know, a couple of the highlights of my life as a, a shamanic teacher was when I'd come over to, um, what was it called, a place in Texas and your Toltec Centre. And I taught two workshops there over a couple of years. And I really loved that. And I loved it particularly because of the passion that, that your circle brought and how much they, they, they were really not just respectful, but kind of in love with Celtic mythology and shamanism. And I think that really bonded us because, you know, we got to know each other better, got to hang out. And I really got to know, you know, the depth of the way that you guys teach. And it was new to me, you know, the Toltec way you know, is, is, is different from the Celtic way, but I really loved it and I, I really fell in love with the, the whole process there. So that's probably a long-winded answer from we met at Peggy's workshop, I think, and then you got me to come over and teach somewhere. Was it Houston or what was the place it called? It was Austin, yes. Austin, I remember. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was awesome Austin I loved it and we'd done a fundraising night also that when I was there so yeah it was really exciting and just saying I think that's how we met and then since then our paths have crisscross and here we are once again we haven't seen each other for a very long time so it was just so delightful in the last year when we reconnected and Stephen is the I don't know what you would say, the founder, the magician, the <laughs> the wonderful force behind Lendrick Lodge, which is a beautiful, beautiful retreat center in Scotland um, at the edge of the Highlands. And that was one of the places that we also connected was mm-hmm. me getting to travel and be at Lendrick Lodge and, and do fire walks. So the bridges between Stephen and I is we are both deeply, deeply passionate around the fire walk, around shamanic wisdom and teachings and around like I, when we met, I was like, I found my Scottish brother because mm. my background is Scottish. Like my ancestry is Scottish. And 
to be able to be in Scotland with someone who's so deeply rooted there and your teachings, your heart, your love of people, your creativity, just all of it so, so resonate with me and with, with our community as well. So I'm really excited to be reintroducing you to the current community. And one of the things that shifted, I know, in your life was there was a point when, I remember you calling me and saying, I'm going to film school. And it seemed like one of those, like, where did that life choice come from moments and also felt so perfect for your, just your incredible creative force. So what was it that inspired you to want to start creating movies and to take the risk, because you did this later in your life, to take the risk to go to film school and to follow that passion? That's a great question. And Yes, like yourself, Heather Ash, I started with a passion for studying and then eventually teaching shamanism. Um, as you said in the introduction, I, I'm you know, one of the main founders of Lendrick Lodge, a retreat centre in Scotland. And I've always loved that and I've loved being able to help people that way. But there was always a secret desire kind of hidden at the back of the cupboard to be a filmmaker. And that essentially comes from a love of being someone who doesn't like movies, but someone who loves movies and who's been totally influenced by both documentaries and films since a very early age. And I just, I'm obsessive about watching movies, about reading about them, and I find them so interesting. So there was always a secret passion and hope to go. And you were correct, I was you know, I was the oldest at film school. I, I went at 40 years old and everyone else in there was like 17 and 18. And it was quite daunting initially, but I had just such a passion to, the intention was to tell better stories because I still feel that there isn't enough good storytellers in the world, both shamanically and um, cinematically. I feel that often people are sold um, something below their intelligence. So I wanted to try and rectify that. I love that. And the, I'm just imagining you being 20 years older than most of the people that were in the school and having the passion and the experience to know how to tell stories because you're a, I think anybody who does shamanic work is a storyteller we learn to tell better stories just through the work and so to take that and put it onto film oh it's like the next level of magic and I know that that's how you treat it so about, I don't know, we were laughing about this. We were like, was it last year or a month ago? Who knows? Time is so weird right now. But pretty recently, Stephen invited me to teach at a workshop that he was doing. And afterwards or before, he shared a little snippet of a movie that he's working on now. And I watched the snippet and cried. And not like little tears, like really cried. And it was a moment where I really got, Stephen, how you and I have such parallel paths, because even though we haven't spoken to each other in really many years seriously, we've, we've got projects that we were working on with Peggy, but we hadn't really sat down and talked about our beliefs and what we felt was really, really important in the world. And this movie is about 
immigration, immigrants, and the way that we have so far to go with learning how to welcome, really welcome people from different cultures and different points of view into our world. And that was something that I saw in the trailer was, yes, this is a story that needs to be told. And the, the love and the grace that I saw in that little snippet, I cannot wait for the movie to come out. So share a little bit about what inspired you to do this particular movie and how your process has been with it so far. Okay, I'm glad you asked that question. The reason I'm so inspired with this movie is because, you know, I'm a, my family was migrants. We migrated from Ireland during the famine and during persecution and found safe haven in Scotland. And, you know, and, you know you're, you've also mentioned your Scottish heritage too. So we've all, all often been or always been, a, to be more accurate, you know, these wonderful spirited travelling you know, gypsies roaming the world, you know, looking for a place to be safe, looking for a place to take roots and to to honour our own culture. And the thing that really inspired me was initially when I started working on the movie, which is called Highland Brave, it was after seeing the horrendous treatment of people fleeing the war in Syria, which was, I think that was four or five years ago. Of course, that conflict's still happening. But, you know, the world's moved on and that was the, the initial reason why I wanted to do a, a movie about someone fleeing a war-torn country looking for somewhere to be safe. What brought it back to life was the war in Ukraine. That again, we see the same situation of people who are living in beyond hell and the world not necessarily responding in a way that's the most appropriate. And I mean, even if you take a country, country like America, you have the, the ongoing um, challenges. I don't know if there's better words we could use and in, in, in discrimination to people coming from Mexico and, and the hardships that they endure. But also, you know, America is still coming to terms with people that were brought here as slaves from Africa and they're still not integrated and, and accepted you know, as equals in, in this country. So it's a problem that seems to have been in the planet forever. And I want to make, you know, my movie isn't going to solve that problem. But what the intention from making this movie is that people have more compassion for somebody coming across the border at El Paso, that people have more compassion for someone coming across the channel in Britain and sometimes losing their children or their mother or father drowning and washed up in our shores, that people have more compassion from people f fleeing um, Ukraine and that realise that they're human beings that, number one, have a right to exist and a right to feel safe. So that's the primary motivation for making Highland Brave. And how is it for you that to have this desire to share a story to help bring more compassion for the world of people that are fleeing war-torn countries specifically or that are trying to find a safe haven and that so often horrendous treatment that can happen where people are, are saying, no, you don't belong here. You are an outsider. We don't want you here in really obvious ways and sometimes in incredibly subtle ways. 
So how did you weave that message through the movie? How was the the process of finding a storyline that allowed us to see all the different facets around being accepted? Okay, so I was going to say I wish I had a better answer, but actually I think this is probably the truth is the best answer possible. I was on spiritual retreat in South America and I had a dream and in the dream, the story came to me. I woke up from the dream, wrote down the story really quickly, because you know the way it is, how quickly you can forget things, and then walked out in the hotel or the, the casa that I was staying in. I walked out and there was a this really tall um, African-American woman with most beautiful dreadlocks sitting at the table writing something and I'd met her the day that the day before at the retreat center and I just walked up and introduced myself and asked what she was working on and she says I'm working on a script and I went really and I said what do you do she goes I'm an actor and I said you know have you been in anything I've ever I might have seen and she goes I'm the I'm the doctor from Star Trek Discovery and this Canadian actor Raven Dowda had just happened to be there so then I just told her with super Stephen excitement about um, this movie I was making, which covers everything from racism to um, sexism and, you know, bias towards other. And I just said to her, without knowing really much about her, would you like to be in this movie? And she just said, yes. And since then, you know, this, you know, wonderful actor who's also, you know, in, in you know, lots of movies too, she's flown over to Scotland twice. She's helped us make the trailer which you've seen, Heather Ash. And for me, when magic like that shows up, you're a fool if you don't take notice. So I took notice and I knew that this was a, a mission and a calling beyond my um, hopes or dreams that this was, as they say, and as it's true, it was meant to be. And I just had to be responsible to show up and, and pull the pieces together and, and direct energy to tell the story. I love this so much. And it's that place when there's something that's important in our heart and we open. And so often, I'm just talking about this with my community, that so often when we open up in our dreams on long walks, like when we get out of the way, so often the information comes in. And I love that then immediately you got the yes, here's the next step. And I'm guessing it's been like that a lot with this particular project, that it feels like it's grown so much since the initial seed. And I know that you're bringing a lot of people and a lot of energy towards manifesting this. So for somebody that, I'm going to ask two questions and you can answer either or both. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. So for somebody who wants to manifest a feeling sense that they have that maybe they don't even have the words for it yet, or they're not sure how it's going to happen, how from your experience have you learned how to trust and lean into that the right things will show up? Is it from experience? Is it from your shamanic work? Is it from faith in something else? I think it comes from my Celtic upbringing where we're very 
tribal and very supportive. And, you know, the clan system that isn't that far away from where we are now and still exists in some sense in Scotland was that you provide for everyone in the clan. So if your clan, Heather Ash, was next door to ours and let's say, you know, you guys had a storm happened or you're, you know, you lost your food or something happened. And then if you came over to our clan and asked for support, we would not only support you, but you'd be welcome to join that clan. And then you and your family and your whole tribe would be taken care of. And that was the integrative system within the Scottish clan system. So I think that's literally in my blood of taking care of each other. And when I see injustice, um, I need to go for that. So to answer your question, though, I think it's important to, to react with passion to where your passion is. And, you know, we all have dreams that we want to manifest. Some happen in, you know, two days, some take 20 or 30 years. But if we have passion and um, energy, more importantly, towards it, then the magic will show up. And I, I think it's really you know whether you have that in your your blood from your ancestry or whether you just create it in your dreams i don't think it actually matters i think what matters is you find a a reason to exist beyond yourself and if if the thing that you're trying to manifest will help you know a mother a father a child somebody begging in the street someone with low or no income someone who's been discriminated um, towards someone from the LGBT community that's not getting a break or, or equal opportunity. If you can find passion to support your, you know, your sisters and brothers that are getting hurt, then the magic really shows up and, and power comes way beyond human willpower. You know, you're really talking about spirit power then that comes through that is more sustainable energetically in the body too. So I think either have your own passion at something that's just in you, and if not, find, find something worth fighting for, a cause, a person, a people, uh, a situation. And if I could add one more thing, I think that the if, if, I, if there was one thing beyond that that's helped me be successful and, and helped to manifest things is the word relentless. Never give up, never believe a criticism has been a truth it's just an opinion and when I started as a filmmaker my first film that was about to get launched had a heavy criticism from a, another professional filmmaker and it almost knocked me out of the game but then I, I chose to you know find people to champion and support me who helped me pick me back up after the savage you know attack on my work and um so it's about being relentless, but sometimes we get beat down so hard, it's hard to get back up ourselves. And at that point, we need other people in our clan or our tribe and our spiritual community to just dust us down and help us get back up in the horse. And then with even more power, we ride on. That is the best description. Relentless. And when you do get knocked down, because we will. When you're following your passion, and I think especially when you're working towards social justice and holding like bigger visions around things, there's always going to be people that will try and knock you down. I love Brene Brown says, basically, only take criticism from people that are in the arena. If they're hmm. not in the arena getting bloodied and like being beaten up as well, 
don't take, they're not qualified to give you feedback. (laughs) So true. And that to have the community that says, we see you, we see where you're going, keep going, critical. I think you and I are both so passionate around community and that that's a part of what you are championing in Highland Brave is for us to learn how to be in community with all beings, not the beings that are just, these are the the people that I know, but to continue to open up to support, gather in, love everybody. And to understand that, as you said, we're in a process of unwinding some deep, deep hurt, wounding, you know, in the United States, the genocide of the Native Americans, slavery, and what we're doing with immigration as well. So I am so honored to know you, to support you, to be part of the circle that cheerleads you on. And I cannot wait to see Highland Brave on the big screen. And the train that just went by agrees with us. Yes. <laughs> That's the sign from the universe. Yes. yes. We are getting a spiritual honk honk from the universe. <laughs> 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 and thank you for your, your kind words. And, you know, words matter. You know, um, words matter both negative. I mean, the old saying, sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. Yes, they will. Words are powerful medicine and, and powerful curses, but they also are powerful miracle makers. And one of the things I have seen relentlessly from you is your positivity, your support. For, for everyone, I've never seen you pull away from from anyone or any any situation and that matters that matters to everyone it matters to me it matters to you but also matters to the the magic that we're winding around our intention and so I just want to really appreciate the the love and the care and the unbendable support always 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 And may we all be more rooted in ourselves, in the earth, and know that we matter. Like you said, Stephen, our words matter, our support matters, and that every moment we have an opportunity and I think a birthright to help those that do not have as much privilege as we do or that don't have the same support in their own lives as we do. And in that way, we, we weave a tighter circle. You know, sometimes we're, we're taught to weave a circle that is like keeps everybody out so that we're safe. And I love weaving a circle that includes everybody and that we continue to cheerlead each other on. So thank you, Stephen, for the work that you do, the heart that you bring forward in the world through your art, through your life. And that's something that I've always 
that I love about you, that I will always love about you is that you are a person that not only thinks about transformation and change, but is with every breath working towards it for yourself, for your community, and for the larger world as well. So much gratitude to you. And any last share that you'd like to bring forward? Absolutely. You know, we all are always looking into the, the next field, looking to, to meet the, the mystic and the shaman. We, we travel to far off distant shores. You know, we all do. You know, we're always searching and we're always looking above and beyond where we are. But what I'd like to say, every member of your community is, you know, stop looking and just claim who you are. Be the, the shaman that you were born to be. You know, you, you don't have to get it from other cultures. Find it in your own heart. Find it in your own roots and your own ancestry. And, you know, don't wait for someone else to give you permission. Give yourself permission and, you know, be 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 the shaman that you would like to meet on the mountaintop. Become it, even if it takes a lifetime to become it, or lifetimes, it doesn't matter because the the joy and the love and the the people you'll get to meet and to pray with are beyond the dream. So that would be my my closing wish and and dream for your community. Mm, thank you so much. Everyone look for Highland Brave. It is coming and we are in the seed stages, I would say, but I'm excited that when someone listens to this podcast, not too long from now, they'll be able to go watch the movie. So I'm going to hold that vision and much, much, much love to you and support and cheerleading as you bring this movie into the world. Thank you, Stephen, for all that you do. Thanks, Heather Ash, and thanks for um, inviting me on. It was, was, as ever, an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with a fellow warrior goddess. If you felt fully empowered and inspired by what you heard today, we want to know about it. You can share your feedback by leaving a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We thank you for your support. It's the fastest way to fuel the revolution. To learn more about the Warrior Goddess Revolution and other Warrior Goddess offerings, visit us at www.warriorgoddess.com.